The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Finland, 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 the country where I want to be, pony trekking or camping, or just watching TV. Finland, Finland, Finland. It's the country for me, you're so near to Russia. <laughs> yes, Finland, Eric Idle was onto something. Finland has maintained its position as the country with the happiest population in the world, apparently. Anyway, this is for the sixth year in a row. It's all according to the World Happiness Report released this morning. Ireland, for what it's worth, uh, it doesn't do too badly. It comes in at 14th. Uh, so, along with the Finns, Denmark and Iceland, they're in the top three. Lebanon and Afghanistan uh, down the bottom of the pile. Ronan Brown is an Irish journalist with Ule. They are Finland's national broadcaster. Ronan, you're welcome to the show. So, I mean, are Finns walking around? They're just deliriously happy all the time. Is that it? <laughs> How are you, Kieran? Uh Not quite. Um, and generally, when uh, this is the sixth year, as you mentioned, in a row that Finland has uh, won this award, if that's the right term, but uh, it's usually it's usually greeted with some eye rolling in this part of the world. Oh, is it? Okay. So listen, you, you were living in Finland for how long? Uh, Twelve years now. What are the big differences with Ireland? Or, or let me put it this way. What are the things that work well in Finland that, in your experience, don't work as well here? Um, um, I guess um, bureaucratic things work very well. And um, uh, I, I think one of the biggest differences actually for me would be the school system or the education system. Obviously, Finland has a kind of a very glowing reputation um, for the for its education levels. And a lot of that is built on the fact that uh, your your local school is the best school. That's the kind of saying that they have here. So there's there's really good equality in education. You don't have parents don't have to go sort of school shopping or anything like that because the the school that's nearest to you is the best option. And w- when people roll their eyes, then uh, like they do today, I mean, why are they rolling their eyes? What what are the, the the failings in Finland that they point at and say, how could we be the happiest in the world? Sure, look at this. Yeah, usually, usually what you see on social media when this when this happens is, um, I feel sorry for the rest of the world if we're the happiest, <laughs> uh, is what Finns usually say. But uh, I actually did a report on this last year um, for 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 Ule, and I went out onto the street and asked Finns what they, you know, what what was their reaction to this, and a lot of the very common answer was that. Um, Finland does have like uh, plenty of problems, plenty of challenges. But one thing that's one thing that um, was really common in the answers was that Finland has great opportunities. So uh, the opportunity for kind of social mobility or the fact that the it's quite a it's not a very hierarchical society means that people feel that they can they can be whatever they want to be, and that was a big that was a big part of this sort of happiness or, or contentment. When you look at the countries that are at the, the bottom of the list as well, and I mentioned Lebanon and Afghanistan, w- w- one would suspects that safety and stability and security mm. as well are big determining factors. And I wonder to what degree has that eroded confidence a little bit over the last year in Finland, given their you know near neighbours yeah. at war? Yeah, absolutely. It's a very good point. And and in the previous previous years, that was very much cited as a factor. This this idea was Finland is a very safe 
and secure place with kind of low crime rates and thing like things like that that wasn't mentioned this year of course but but at the same time i think what's happened over the last year um in ukraine and everything Finns have had a very sort of pragmatic response to that um the 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 move towards nato and everything like that it was it was it was a very very sort of sensible and pragmatic approach yeah tell me a little bit more running about that about the debate that that decision uh, generated did it generate much public debate the decision to join nato it, not not as much as you might expect because for for decades um finland had this um finlandization um policy which was kind of like sort of um not wanting to anger the the eastern neighbor so to speak by by doing by being seen to be too close to the west um so there wasn't very much support for nato here for 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 many many years but that turned completely on its head like you know obviously last february february last year and within a couple of months we were seeing these opinion polls completely turned the other way so whereas there might have been 70 and 80% of people saying they did not want finland to join nato it was now in support of joining nato exactly the same like mirror opposite numbers uh were in support so I can't say that it was a very, it wasn't a very heated debate. There just seemed to be this very sort of quiet and sensible acceptance that this is the best option for Finland now. I mean, you know, Russia attacking its near neighbour, a sovereign country, it just, it, it focused minds very much so. Um, the housing situation in Finland, I want to ask you about that, given we've been talking about mm. it on the show already today here, because the government are facing uh, this Sinn Féin motion in the Dáil uh, this week to extend the eviction ban, uh, motions that's going to see some government TDs vote with Sinn Féin against the government. Um, how would yeah. you describe the housing situation or the problem of homelessness in Finland? Um, it's it's kind of often said in international media that Finland doesn't have any homelessness, that Finland has solved homelessness, which isn't isn't technically true, isn't absolutely true, because some people do still fall between the cracks. But in comparison, maybe to Ireland, for example, I think that, that they're in a much better place with that. And they have this housing first policy, which means that no matter what, someone is entitled to a roof over their head. So whatever uh, way of providing some social housing or apartment for somebody uh, and, and giving them the, the sort of the housing allowance to do that, that's that's always there and people know how to access that and, and they know that it's available. So it, it's it's not a, it's not completely mm. gone away, but it's 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 better managed, I think. For sure. And and it, I mean, is there are there looming problems in terms of housing? Because what would the other the, the problem that's compounding things here is labour shortages. And one of the refrains we hear, I guess, from defenders of government is every country in the world, particularly in the Western world, are dealing with labour shortages. Are there labour shortages in mm-hmm. Finland? There certainly are. There, there's there's huge labour shortages in Finland across every sector. And um, one of the big challenges, we're going to an election here now in a couple of weeks, and one of the big kind of debates in the election and the hot topics has been how Finland will solve this, because this there's this huge gap in the dependency ratio between you know the working age population and the dependents and the the most commonly sort of commonly mentioned solution to this is that Finland would have to triple its net migration rates over the next decade every year um uh, so they need to get a lot more they need to attract a lot more foreign workers here uh, for 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 sectors across the board um to to meet that shortage healthcare is in a particularly acute situation with that and construction as well all right. Well, listen, Ronan, it's been really interesting talking to you. Ronan Brown is an Irish journalist with Ule. They are Finland's national broadcaster. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four 
on News Talk.